Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great America Podcast with Lou Dobbs, always in the fight for truth, justice, and yes, our American way of life. And now, here he is, the Peabody Award-winning voice of truth, the great Lou Dobbs. Hello, everybody. The Great America Show is here, and we thank you for being with us. We've been talking since the beginning of this podcast, and that's been, well, at least a few weeks now. But we've been talking about the red storm rising, whether it originates in communist China or communist Russia. That storm is brewing. Xi Jinping continues to threaten Australia, the United Kingdom, the United States for their diplomatic boycott of the upcoming Beijing Olympics, threatening the U.S. Navy as well in the South China Sea. And in Europe, it's Vladimir Putin doing the threatening. He's threatening Ukraine, massing Russian troops and armor across the eastern border of Ukraine, and of course, threatening our Navy in the Black Sea and our Air Force over the Black Sea. And what does President Biden do? Do you really want to know? Can you imagine that it's much? Because it really isn't. He, in turn, has threatened Putin. How did he do that? Why, he just put sanctions on Russia. That's what he'd do if they were to invade Ukraine. Can you imagine that? Economic sanctions and and Putin gets another country? Uh, Ukraine. And we still don't know what our president said to President Xi in their two-and-a-half-hour-long telephone call. President Biden just will not tell journalists what he talked about. He won't tell us. But we know he began both recent conversations with both dictators by waving to them. Isn't that nice? Well, Mr. Biden is in deep political trouble. So is his vice president. Their approval ratings are so low, they both look like lame ducks, and they haven't been in office even a year. I can't even begin to tell you how deeply concerning it is that we have a vice president like Kamala Harris and a president like Joe Biden. 70% of the country thinks we're headed in the wrong direction, and I'm in that, uh, that high percentage of Americans who believe so. Uh, it's, it is really troubling to think of all of the challenges and all the threats this nation faces, and we have leadership like the leadership we have. Well, speaking of leaders, I'm joined now by a terrific, great American, Tommy Tuberville, Senator Tommy Tuberville. He is a just an outstanding coach for 40 years. Uh, he coached the uh, football Tigers of Auburn to great records and seasons and had a lot of fun doing it, uh, I'm sure. I sure had a lot of fun watching him and his teams and the, and the great University of Auburn do their thing on the football field. Uh, he's sitting now as U.S. Senator from the great state of Alabama. 
He sits on the Senate Armed Services Committee, the Veterans Affairs Committee, the Committee on Health, Education, Labor and Pensions Committee, and the Committee on Agriculture, Nutrition, and Forestry. And now here he is, Coach uh, Tommy Tuberville. Uh, we also call him Senator Tuberville, and I just had to say that, Senator, you are uh, such a, a welcome addition to that fancy club, uh, the U.S. Senate. Uh, we're proud of you and and grateful to you. So, Senator, welcome to the Great America Show. Uh, it's good of you to take the time to be with us. Thank you, Luke. Glad to be on. Uh, you know, I've been up here, I guess, 10 months now, and and I'm learning every day. And uh, a lot of people ask me, Coach, how's it going up there? I said, well, the animals are running the zoo right now. Um, but we, uh, uh, when you're in the minority, uh, it's my first year and we're in the minority, there's not a whole lot you can do other than play defense. And so that's what we've done and try to do as much blocking and tackling as we've been able to do, trying to keep them, keep these people from spending the taxpayers money. They keep calling it government money. Hell, this is the taxpayers money that they're spending. And, and it's just way out of control. Inflation's hitting and everything that Joe Biden's done. Lou has just been disastrous for our country. Not one thing that I can think of that has come across my desk or through the Senate that Joe Biden has done that has made our country better. Everything he's done has made it worse. Yeah, And in short orders, Senator, I, I mean, who thought, I mean, I personally, I thought it was going to be a disaster, uh, but I didn't think this big a disaster and I didn't think it would certainly uh, be so uh, profound so early in his administration. He hasn't even been in office a year now. Uh, suddenly, we're not energy independent. The country is uh, questioning uh, just about everything about our government and uh, our uh, standard of living. Uh, we're looking at, as you say, uh, runaway inflation. We're at six point two percent inflation rates. Uh, it, it's we're in. Uh, it looks like some significant trouble if we don't change direction. 70% of the country wants us to go in a new direction. Your thoughts? Well, you're exactly right. And you can tell it's, it, it was a plan from day one of what they were going to do, how they were going to do it, and when they were going to do it. And uh, they were going to do it in such an order to, to pretty much take away anything that President Trump did. Uh, uh, they didn't even run it across the anybody's desk that said, you, do you think this works? Do you think we need to change it? Or, or is there any way we can adjust it to make it better? And stood, all they did was say, nix, everything, nix this. We're going to do away with energy. We're going to do away with anything that uh, the president did at the border. And it's just absolutely amazing to me. Somebody that's not been in politics, somebody that's been actually had a real job for the last 40 years, looking from the outside in and, and fig figuring out, hey, if this is the way it happens, that's the reason I came up here. I want to. I want to make sure that uh, we try to get as much back as we possibly can, or keep as much of, of President Trump's agenda as we can for America. Because I'll tell you, they have run our country straight into the ground, and it has been a ticking time bomb uh, every time you turn around and they make a decision. I have to. I, I, I'm not going to ask you the question because I, I wouldn't put you on the spot. Uh, for anything on this, but I would have to think that for you to come, uh, go to, go to Washington, to be in the U S Senate dealing with the, uh, the people that you are, the politicians, uh, the politicos, the wannabes, uh, 
I would have to think that at some point in the course of a day, that has to be kind of stomach turning uh, to a fellow of your experience and your talent uh, suddenly to find yourself in the midst of the swamp. Uh, any regrets about uh, running? No, actually, I tell my wife this all the time, and she's seen it. You know, she's been up here and seen, been around it, and and uh, I'm I'm even more glad now that I ran because I think I can make a difference. Uh, just one vote. Now, you know, when you're in the house, uh, you've got so many people over there. You, you don't you, you don't have an uh, an opportunity to get on the front stage uh, in the Senate. You do, uh, and you you can. You know, all my life, I've recruited Lou. You know, being a college football coach, you go to places, you recruit parents, you recruit kids to come sure. to your university to play for you, but you got to sell yourself. And and so that's what I've been doing. I've been working hard on Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema and, and Joe Tester, all the, the moderates and on the left, just trying to do the best I can to, to get them to look at our side, look at America's side, look at the taxpayer side of, of what's going on. And uh, it's hard uh, because they're in their own party, but we right. just try to get them to listen. Well, I, 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 we sure hope you close that deal with uh, with <laughs> Cinema and Mansion. Uh, what is your your sense of the way that's going to go? Uh, because they are uh, their vote could uh, just change the course of this country. Because we're talking two trillion dollars at least that'll be added to the national debt, and it'll be stimulative money when at the same time. Uh, these fools in Washington want to raise interest rates because the the economy's overstimulated already. Uh, <laughs> this just makes typical sense in Washington terms, doesn't it? Yeah. If you just look back at this past year, the money that they've spent, the 1.9, they just out of the chute. Hey, we've got to spend money. That's what they want. We've we've got to we've got to pay back the 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 people that are mayor, blue mayors and blue governors in the states that can't run a budget that have wasted all their money and they need money. So they had to be paid back for, for voting in these, these people in these blue States. And so they went 1.9 tree and to say, this is a cares act to help COVID. Well, about 10% of that was for COVID the rest of it were payoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And so we did that. And then we turned around and we did the infrastructure bill. Well, the infrastructure bill, I voted against it too. Everybody said, well, it's for infrastructure. Yeah. About 10% of it. The rest of it is for climate change, and things that we don't need, uh, especially yeah. during inflation, especially during a time when we need to get people back to work, back in back in their offices, back in schools, people back in church. Uh, we didn't need to do that. Now we're turning around in this build back better bill, whatever it is, and it is a disaster. And uh, all it is, I continue to give money to either to the unions or give money to people that don't need the money. Uh, keep people from going to work, try to destroy the, the nuclear family. It's absolutely non-American is what they're trying to do. And I just can't understand why there's more Democrats that don't see this. But it's something, I guess, that they've wanted to do for a long time. But we're putting up bills to try to stop it. But our bills kind of, they kind of hit the wall, Lou. Uh, they hit the wall. Of course, humor is not going to put them on the floor. But we're going to try as hard as we can. we got another year. Because we'll we'll, be, we'll we'll beat them pretty bad, uh, especially in the House come next November if they continue this track that they're on. But we got to get the House and the Senate back, and uh, hopefully right. we get that done. Well, you were talking about selling folks uh, on on you. I hope you have the occasion to talk to thirteen House, House Republicans who pay, they're the ones who actually got that bill passed in the in the House of Representatives. Uh, because they didn't have the Democratic votes. So they got 13 rhinos, 
turncoat Republicans to go ahead and 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 support it. Uh, the Republican Party can be a pretty frustrating uh, outfit, can it? Yeah, well, it can, and and sometimes you get frustrated on people that uh, uh, that push things across, and they it makes it across the line because of Republicans. Uh, uh, it it's, amazes me that sometimes that uh, if people that you think would vote against something, they, they vote for it. And, uh, uh, you know, for instance, we've got the NDAA up right now. And we, we, we put this together. And I'm on the Armed Service Committee, and it's probably right. the most partisan group up here. Uh, there's 24 of us, uh, 12 Republicans, 12 Democrats. And we spent a, a huge amount of the month of July putting it together. And the, and the NDAA is a budget for the military and you right. have to pass it and, and you have to get it done. Well, Biden throws his out there and he, he cuts the budget and of all times to be cutting the, the military budget when the world is on fire and we're the yep. only people that can really save it. So, uh, you know, we work pretty hard on it. We got a lot of things in there. Of course, the progressive on progressives, which is about 90 of them, uh, which they're Marxist communist on the, in the house side, they, you know, they're trying to put That's things in there about climate change and all this and the NDAA. Hey, this is about building a machine to stop communism and Marxism and socialism around the world. And they knew that and they tried to stop it, but looks like we're going to be able to push it across the goal line. We've got a lot of good things in there. We need to help our military because as you well know, Lou, the, you know, I was in Taiwan just a few weeks ago. They're in trouble. Uh, yeah. I, I've been to Ukraine about two months ago, speaking with our president. They're in trouble. Uh, are probably the most dangerous place right now is Iran, and we don't even talk about them. And it's just all a ticking time bomb. And if if the Democrats and Joe Biden don't stand up to this, uh, it is going to be a tough road to hoe. Well, I, it's it's so difficult when you think that the, the president of the United States has a dis, a discussion uh, recently with President Xi Jinping of China. And doesn't even acknowledge to the press or any or the American people uh, what they talked about, uh, and then he says he's going to be a tough guy and straighten out Putin on the issue of Ukraine. They have a, uh, a meeting, and the first thing he does is wave like he's in a parade uh, to Mr. Putin. This is uh, this is scary stuff. Watching uh, Joe Biden play leader of the free world, isn't it? Well, and it and it makes you just wonder uh, if you just look back and for some reason, I don't know why people, I know why some people voted uh, uh, for Joe Biden, but most people, the 75 or so million that voted for Donald Trump knows that what's going on right now wouldn't be going on because Donald Trump wouldn't put up with it. Right. Uh, he had to put his foot down and he'd let them know where we, we stand right now. I'm a United States Senator. I have no clue where we stand on where Taiwan sits or where Ukraine sits or Iran. We've got a non uh, elected official. What's his name? John Kerry over, you know, trying to make a deal with Iran and Israel's over there wondering right now, you know, when they're going to start shooting missiles again, because, you know, they get attacked almost uh, monthly. Uh, yep. And it's, it's just absolutely amazing. We have no consistency. We have the, we don't have any adults up here running the show at the end of the day. And it, it scares me to death being up here, understanding that we are, we're sitting on something that could be devastating to the whole world, not just the United States of America or Taiwan or Ukraine or 
or or or uh, Israel. It's it's uh, it's just devastating. And and yet uh, there is uh, there, there seems to be no no sense of urgency on the part of this administration. Uh, there seems to be no thought out response to the Russian threats against uh, against the Ukraine, uh, against uh, against Poland. That we don't even discuss it. Uh, Lavrov and our, our Secretary of State uh, Tony Blinken uh, get together, and, and Blinken acts like he's never been in a diplomatic meeting in his life. You know, dealing with one of the most seasoned diplomats uh, in, in the world, uh, and certainly uh, in in terms of foreign policy, Sergey Lav- uh, Lavrov, uh, it's we're outgunned here, and we're outgunned in so many ways. Now the Chinese have a working hypersonic missile, the United States, our, our military response, you're talking about being on the Armed Services Committee, our top officials in defense respond by saying, well, we don't know how they did that. Uh, the Russians also have uh, reportedly a significant uh, uh, advance uh, in hypersonic missiles as well. And our, our, sec- our Secretary of Defense acts like he just got to the county fair. It, it's very difficult to understand what this administration is doing and uh, doing and how we got in this mess. Well, we, Lou, we don't have a plan. We don't have a game plan. And uh, we got four or five games going on at the same time. As we said earlier, Israel sure. and Iran, we've got, we've got Russia and Ukraine, we've got Taiwan and China. It's just, uh, and people need to understand this. And I want to get this over to people listening to this. We are letting China getting by to get by with murder. Uh, we are propping up their economy, folks. They are running. This this is a race, and we're not even out of the blocks. And they're halfway around the track, and that means tough things ahead for the United States of America and for this world if we don't wake up and understand that everything that we do to help China is against our military, against the things that we want to do. It's propping up their technology. It is absolutely out of control. And Xi Jinping, uh, he understands that. And he understands, too, that a lot of our corporations are in with them. They can't get out. And just money's flowing in over there. And uh, it's, uh, it's going to be tough for us. It's really going to be tough. We're, we're, we're writing on our own obituary. And we need to understand that. And that's the reason we needed somebody like Donald Trump at the helm, because he would have stopped this. But right now, we have, we have no adults that are making tough decisions to stop it. And we're going to have to do it in a a short period of time. Well, we learned in support of what you just said, we learned that uh, Tim Cook, the CEO of uh, Apple, cut a quarter of a trillion dollar deal uh, with the Chinese. Uh, The Apple wants to get waivers on the Trump uh, tariff so that they can bring in uh, material uh, and parts avoiding that tariff. Uh, We know now Elon Musk, he needs graphite, so he wants to bring in rare earths uh, and material from China, just get, get a waiver from those, uh, <laughs> those tariffs uh, against China. And meanwhile, they both companies are uh, working religiously and fervently with the Chinese to advance their economy, their interest, and, and Wall Street. Wall Street is taking U.S. capital and saying, invest it in China where they are defaulting right now in property funds, uh, property development funds there and companies, uh, which they could bail out. They have the 
Chinese government could bail out, but they'd rather have those Yankee dollars without uh, any strings attached. And thank you very much for the donation. And this is, after all, when we look at the trade deficit, our largest uh, trade deficit is with the Chinese, record levels, and we are bleeding. We are hemorrhaging every day the wealth and the prosperity of Americans because of the globalist elites on Wall Street and in corporate America and the Democratic Party. And, and you've just said it so correctly. Uh, we have to take this seriously because they mean to win and win at all costs. And it's a cost that, the, that Americans shouldn't have to pay. Lou, I was doing some research not too, just a few days ago, and uh, I found out that we have uh, sanctions on Russia and uh, some of the companies, and those companies are still investing in Wall Street, making uh, millions and millions of dollars, and we're supposed to have sanctions on them, but they're still doing it, and we're not cutting it off. And uh, it's like, I, I, I put this bill out called the Prohibiting uh, the TSP Investment Act, which is you, you've heard of this. We're, sure. uh, we're, uh, we have all this retirement money, uh, $700 billion uh, in pension funds that are being invested in China. What in the world would we put, in, put investment money into China for? And President Trump stopped it, but we're trying to, we're trying to uh, get a bill passed that says no matter who's the president, what fool would allow this to happen? And uh, so it's just one thing after another that we have to fight in. And going back to uh, the, the, the rare earth minerals, Lou, the, we have a lot here in the United States because it's climate change. They won't let us dig for them. So right. therefore, we're having to do things overseas. Uh, one, of the, the biggest, one of the biggest debacles in your and my lifetime in the military was this Afghanistan debacle of how we handled it, why we did oh it. And we just didn't give up one of the biggest and best air bases in the world that would have been so functional for our military. We gave up the rare earth minerals in Afghanistan that yep. China going to end up getting. And uh, we didn't look at the future of this. We, we, For some reason, this administration looks day to day. Somebody better start looking out for 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 years down the road because things are changing rapidly. And you just don't do something because you want to do it or because another president did it and you want to change it. So uh, we're, we're, we've just got we got huge problems that we're not digging ourselves out of. Right. And, you know, uh, again, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, uh, a terrific uh, public servant, uh, terrific uh, businessman. He had what he called his uh, Rumsfeld's rules. And one of them was on hiring. And, uh, and I was, I was thinking of this when you were talking about recruiting football players, he said, A's always hire A's B's in terms of their performance and talent always hire C's and C's always hire D's. And he said, if we don't have A's in government, we're going to be, we're going to be messing up big time. And right now, you look around at the talent that uh, that Joe Biden has brought to Washington D.C. They're <laughs> they're neo Marxists. They're absolutely unqualified for the jobs they hold in in, in his cabinet. Uh, and I don't care what the department is; it's just ridiculous to see what they're doing. Uh, it, it's a it's a scary time. But I have to tell you, 
I, I am again, and I, and every American who knows you uh, is thrilled that you're there. And we need uh, we need you to be selling a lot <laughs> a lot of folks. Uh, you've got a you've got an uphill project there to to educate and to bring some people along, but. I know you'll do it. I, I, I just have to ask you, what do you see as the the most urgent priority uh, that the uh, for the U.S. government right now, amongst all of the threats, all of the challenges that we face, uh, Senator? What are you most concerned about? Well, there's a lot of things urgently that we need to to correct immediately. Obviously, most of those are. Uh, foreign relations problems, and we talked about those already. And those are going to be huge problems that are just going to get bigger and bigger for the United States and for all of our allies. I, I ran for this job, though, uh, Lou, because I saw what was happening in education. I've, I've seen this uh, CRT, the critical race theory, all the things that have been taught in our schools for the last 15 years. I told my wife about five years ago, I said, people don't really realize what our kids are being taught in our schools. And uh, it was out of control. And um, so that's one of the reasons that I ran. I, I wanted to come up here and I'm on the education committee and, 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 and try to put some sense back into what's going on on our campuses. And you know, whether it's uh, uh, elementary school, uh, high schools, uh, junior highs, or uh, in our upper, upper education, uh, we have huge problems. And if we don't change the indoctrination of what's going on, Lou, uh, of tearing down our our uh, our families, uh, you know the entitlement programs that are just absolutely telling moms and dads, you don't have to be married. We'll take care of you. Uh, all, all those things that are being taught in our schools are just going to continue to mount. So that has to be corrected, and it's got to be corrected soon. The teachers' unions have absolutely killed this country, uh, yeah. and we saw that. We saw that through the pandemic of them not not wanting to work. Yeah, it, it's as you say, it's getting clearer and clearer by the day. It, and I and I couldn't agree with you more about education because education uh, is the great equalizer in our society. It always has been public education, uh, right. because uh, a man or a woman who comes out of our public schools they have they have talent, they have intelligence, and a, and a strong work ethic. Uh, they work hard, and that's the American dream, and that public education system is so critical at every level, uh, K through 12, uh, through universities and colleges. And the American family, my gosh, we're, it seems like both parties, frankly, uh, are, are not focusing on the family uh, and supporting them. Uh, Republicans give it lip service, but then go along with a, a, an act like uh, the Biden bill back better. Uh, and these, it's just people have got to think about what we're doing here because this yep. is a, a nation of great Americans. I, I mean, men and women who work hard every day and they can't get representation in Washington, DC. And that's, that's a crying shame. Well, the education is the key to the, uh, to our future, uh, in this country. And that's the reason that we've always been ahead of everybody else. But I, I'll tell you yep. this, we're 37th in the world now in math. Uh, oh. Think about that. 37th in the world. That is embarrassing and that's not acceptable. And if that continues to go the way it's going, then this country is not, not going to be near as successful as it would it could be. 
But I used to tell our, our all my players that I, that I coached, Lewis, I said, listen, this, everybody thinks this country owes you something. This country doesn't owe you one dang thing other than an opportunity. Uh, opportunity to pick what you want to do, work towards it, put your work ethic to it. Now, you might get knocked down, but the country gives you a chance to get back up off your feet and go again. No other country does that. And we better start teaching that to our kids because we're losing work ethic. We're losing the sight of a goal in front of us to make this country better because these young kids have to understand that they will run this country in the very near future. And this generation coming up don't have those same ideas. No, you're exactly right. Uh, instead of being taught to, to be proud of all this country uh, has achieved and accomplished. And by the way, we've not only uh, put together opportunity for uh, all Americans, uh, but we have we have created opportunity and wealth uh, for most of the entire world, and we don't get credit for it. Instead, we have people who want to like in, you know I, I won't go into like who, but the, f the fact is, we've got some folks who are not grateful for their good fortune. Uh, they just want to run down the country that made that opportunity possible, and it's just uh, it's it's a terrible thing. But thank goodness we've got great Americans uh, working in this country, uh, doing everything they can to, to make this a better nation and, uh, uh, and make sure that everybody has an opportunity. And uh, thank goodness for you, Senator. Uh, we've enjoyed talking with you. I hope you'll come back soon. And I, I wish you all the best. And, you know, if you happen to run into Mitt Romney, would you do me a favor? Just tell him hello for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that, Lou. And, you know, we've talked about this country and about the, uh, a lot of things that we're having problems with. With all these problems, we're still the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we want to keep it that way. We need to be going north, not south, though. And with this administration, we're not, going, we're, we're, we're not moving north. We're not moving to the positive. We're moving to the negative. We can't stand much more of that because even great countries have gone down, and we've seen that in, in our history yeah. book. So everybody keep praying and and doing things to, to make this country better. And, and uh, I think that uh, we will. We just got to work through some tough times as we're in right now. Well, again, we're glad you're there for these tough times. And we thank you so much. Uh, and to what you said, amen. And I want to say God bless you, Senator. And we wish you all the very best. Uh, great success. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lou. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're coming right back with more of The Great America Show. Stay with us. We all know this is the greatest country on earth, and we also know it can be a country occasionally filled with challenges and uncertainty, sometimes more frequently than occasionally. I don't know if you saw all the video on Twitter and elsewhere lately of quite a large crowd of men in blue jackets, khaki-clad, carrying shields, some wearing what looked like hockey pads on their lower legs, carrying American flags, and some upside down to signify distress. Now, I don't know about you, but there are very few things, symbolically at least, that annoy me, anger me, uh, like seeing an American flag upside down, uh, signifying whatever the bearer of that flag intends to communicate. I get very very angry, to be honest. And all of these characters were parading at the Lincoln Monument. The big argument on Twitter and social media, though, has been were they, quote, white nationalists protesting what I don't know, or were they, quote, 
FBI agents trying to, I guess, provoke Russian agents or white nationalists to go join them. Whatever, it was a sad, pathetic uh, demonstration that they put on. And folks are getting a little worked up over the seemingly manufactured alarms raised by Dr. Fauci again, Mayor Bill de Blasio again, and the Biden administration over the sudden appearance of the Omicron variant of the China virus. Fauci was so worked up, in fact, at one point he slipped and he referred to the original virus and the quote-unquote Wuhan virus uh, as the Wuhan virus. Shame on you, Dr. Fauci, for letting the truth slip out about the origin of the so-called COVID-19 virus. The virus, which was discovered in South Africa and is now in at least 18 countries, including the United States, has to this point uh, produced only mild symptoms, but appears to be highly transmissible. We know very little about it at uh, at this early stage. So far, and it is, of course, early days, it appears we have more to fear from the melodramatic leftists and the World Health Organization than we do this particular variant. Some bad news for the Biden White House, which means good news for America. Mr. Biden doesn't have enough votes to pass his Build Back Better Colossus of a spending program that would have added trillions of dollars to our national debt. At least reason has prevailed at the last moment on Capitol Hill, or so it seems as of now. We're always working here to get to the truth behind much of what goes on in Washington, on Capitol Hill, in the swamp. And to that end, The Great America Show brings you my perspective and opinions on events, issues, news, critical knowledge for you and our fellow citizens. And we, of course, bring you guests whose perspectives and views are important to enlarging the body of public knowledge. Today, we're delighted to have with us one of the most popular businessmen in the country. You see and hear him, I'm sure, almost every day. He's on radio and TV commercials more than anyone I've ever seen. The founder and the CEO of MyPillow. And he is a passionate patriot and citizen. Let's bring in now my friend, Mike Lindell. Mike, great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Oh, thanks for having me on, Lou. The, uh, let, let's start right now with the, the issue uh, of popularity of businessmen in this country. You have encountered more resistance uh, to your political views and statements uh, than, anyone, I, than I, anyone I've seen. Uh, to the point that people have actually blacked you out, that is radio stations, uh, TV stations, networks. Uh, uh, where do you stand right now? Because it seems to me I'm seeing seeing you on a lot of commercial. I don't see any blackout underway right now. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're right. And this goes back to, uh, you know, it's, you know, when I got behind uh, our president, Donald Trump back in 16, I was attacked then, but it was just, it was uh, all the way through to the uh, when I spoke at the Rose Garden, when I actually went on your show after the Rose Garden speech, when I said right. we need to get back in the Word and spend time with our kids and reading our Bibles. And, and uh, boy, I was attacked then. And, and, uh, but nothing like what happened last January when I, when I had uh, um, evidence of, uh, of election fraud uh, crimes. And then I was attacked and all the box stores attacked. They took down my pillow and... And then it got to the point this summer where just because I was going, I have an event and I put out an ad all over, you know, all in every, every platform, ABC, NBC, Fox, 
uh, OAN, Newsmax, CNN, MSNBC. And I put this out there and only one station, and that was Fox, said, no, you can't run this ad. So at that point, I took down my ads. I said, you're not going to be a part of this cancel culture. I don't care how much money I take in, because to me, it's about saving our country. It's not, I won't have a company anyway, if uh, if we don't save our country. And so I couldn't believe that they were the only ones that took, that did not run this ad. And that's every, every left, left, right channel didn't matter. And, and then it got to the point where they, um, we went back and forth and I was telling about my Frank speech platform, frankspeech.com. And, and I put that in the ad. Thank you for supporting that Buy my pillows here. We went back and forth like five different times. And they finally, they said, you can't use the word Frank or Frank speech in these ads. And <laughs> so now, so now I have to bring them from, from Fox to my pillow and then over to Frank speech. And to me, it's, and uh, so, yeah, there's ads. The ads are out everywhere, but it is a shame where you can't run an ad direct, uh, like say, just to advertise another, a platform or an event in our country. If that's what it's getting to, that's, uh, that's sad. It, well, it's what it's leading to. And uh, it's where it's led us to this point, at least. Uh, the, the issues, the controversies around the 2020 election. Uh, and I, and I want to remind everybody of my position as we go into this issue. My position uh, has been throughout that there are huge questions about the irregularities, the anomalies, call them what you will, uh, but also about what we watched that night, uh, November uh, 3rd, uh, in which we're sitting there watching things like in uh, Wayne County, uh, Michigan, uh, people putting up cardboard so people couldn't see, see in. In mm -hmm. Philadelphia, in Georgia, not permitting Republicans into the polling place. There were all sorts of these things that occurred. Now, do I know that that rose to the level of changing the outcome of that election? I, Mike, I don't. I really don't. Right. Right. But I do know this, that when we see as much that went wrong in that election, and there is no investigation, a ref adamant refusal on the part of the FBI, the Justice Department, state uh, investigators themselves, and law enforcement, for no one, no one to investigate what happened with all of those ballots that were being transported by the Postal Service, for example. I, I mean, that's outrageous. And, yes. and as a result, here we are uh, more than a year later now. Uh, with half the country still wanting to know what happened and why, all we want is the truth. And what we got uh, was, uh, you know, I, I, an iron curtain being dropped around uh, our electoral system. Uh, and and it goes on. Uh, right. Your thoughts about where we are and, and what's well, going on? Well, I, our number one, our number one threat to our country is the media, because what they have done, they've went, I call it going Fox on you. Uh, don't go Fox on me. And, uh, and I've got that news, man, all conservative media has not wanted to talk about the 2020 election. Um, right now, Lou, there is so many things that have manifested from that with investigations. I'll give you an example. The sure. race, the Racine County Sheriff's Department in Wisconsin just finished a six-month investigation of stuff that was being done in nursing homes to get people's votes. That was over 60,000 votes, and was Donald Trump only lost Wisconsin by 20,000. Now, the, the Racine County Sheriff, this is a, a, a sheriff's department, 
I recommend to the attorney, to the county attorney now to press charges against the WEC in Wisconsin, which is the Wisconsin Election Commission. Now, this is right. in the Supreme Court complaint, which a lot of you out there probably don't even know that there's a Supreme Court complaint ready for the AGs, the attorneys general to sign in our country and get this to the Supreme Court. In this complaint is all thing, all examples like What's going on in Wisconsin? These are facts. The Maricopa audit that came out, 100%, 30-some thousand people that they used their names have voted twice. That pulls down those electors. I mean, all five states in question, are. this is still going on, and it's massive. There's audits going on in every state. There's so much going on. But the, the media does not does not report these things, these, what do you call good things? And it's not, Lou, it's not, um, uh, you know, 70, 70 or 80, 80 million people that have questions. It's, it's like 200 million people. And when I say that, every day that goes by where you see the manifestations of the 2020 election, when you talk about like, like uh, mandates and all these things going on, Afghanistan, all these things, people are open now to I'm talking people, not parties. They're open right. to seeing the truth. They they want to hear the truth. They want to, yeah, you exactly. know, they need to demand the truth. Can you imagine having another the 2022 election? We've got a complete replacement for for uh, an election process that we put up on frankspeech.com. And this has been worked on by uh, retired military and everything for replacement of this. And the people don't hear about this. They need right. to hear that there is hope, Lou. Uh, absolutely. Uh, if you're an American, uh, hope is a birthright, uh, and truth uh, should be the uh, you know the absolute responsibility of every citizen, uh, both to demand the truth from their government uh, and for that government to certainly deliver it. That's not happening, unfortunately. Our government is uh, is has decided. Uh, that is somehow some sort of authoritarian institution that doesn't have to respond to the public. Uh, I think that's going to change. I hope in 2022 and certainly in 2024. Uh, let me let me turn to uh, Frank speech because you've been that's the people have tried <laughs> in media are trying to block that out. Yes. Tell us about Frank speech, uh, what you're trying to get uh, get going and how it's how it's going. Right. Well, I started this spring when I realized that they were not just, they weren't trying to cancel. They were trying to destroy my pillow, my income, everything, the money, cancel right. out the money. But in reality, I go, wait a minute, they're trying to cancel my voice and all voices. You had podcasters get canceled. You had radio shows get canceled. Uh, Lou, you got canceled. I mean, there's different people that got canceled that we were used to hearing their voice. And all of a sudden there, you don't hear, you don't hear anymore. Well, I said, you know what? I need to start a platform where they won't be able to cancel me, whether it was by Apple or whoever stopping or Amazon servers or whatever. So I put the guy put tens of millions of dollars into this platform, which now has manifested to about 8 million people watching it. That's we just great. had a, we just had a thanksathon over Thanksgiving where we're putting out news every day. And, uh, and so our voices don't go out forever. Lou, I compared it to, here's what I always compare it to. You know, back in the day, the old black and white TVs, all of a sudden you turn them off and go down to that little tiny blue dot. And then you turn them back on just to see the dot or the TV come back to life. Right. And, I, and I, I compare that to our voices here in this country. If you, you know, um, 
I mean, there's a, there's a lot of cases now against for lawfare that scared that was it's called lawfare. It's where um, Dominion and other, other voting companies or other machines went after all these different outlets. And, and there's um, we're in a case now, a couple of cases, which the public probably doesn't even hear about it uh, where citizens rose up and went after those machines because they were in fear. They got sent threatening letters not to talk about the 2020 election. They went and got home security system. Well, Alan Dershowitz is one of those attorneys and he said it's going to be the most important. These are the most important cases in history for our First Amendment rights to free speech. When you can't talk about machines or vaccines anymore, um, you can't talk about both sides of issues. Uh, we've got a big problem in our country. And then it's we skipped right over socialism to communism then. And they're just yeah. suppressing everything. That's yeah. what frank speech is. It's To me, it's the it's the. It's I'm bringing podcasts or I'm bringing radio stations over everybody over so they have a platform where they can speak out to all all issues. Yep, you know, it, in support of what you're saying, uh, when we started the Great America Show, this podcast is absolutely independent. We didn't team up with a big media company uh, right. because I wanted, uh, I, you know, I've. Uh, <laughs> If it's if we get canceled, it's going to be because we failed at our mission of informing the public. Uh, we're going to uh, politically, we're not going to be shut down because uh, we know we know who runs this thing, and it right. isn't uh, a big media company. It's not a left wing corporate uh, uh, organization. Uh, it's not a one world outfit. You know, we're one hundred percent, one hundred percent American uh, and absolute. Uh, defense and advocacy of the American citizen and family uh, and this great nation. And yes. uh, if, if that doesn't work, uh, then, you know, so be it. But we're not going to be canceled because somebody doesn't like what I said or a guest said. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Right, right, right. And, so, that's uh, what we, and that's what we need, Lou. We need, uh, we need like you and others to go out and don't let your... You know, if they cancel the voice over here, we've got to you've got to find alternative ways. It's you know what I said. This is what we're in. Lou, do you remember the old commercial? It was a sham a shampoo commercial back in the day. It said, and they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on and so on. Right. It was a very famous commercial. And I a few like about 10, 15 years ago, I was telling that, you know, with my advertising, I said, you know, nowadays they tell two friends and they tell 500 friends and they tell 5,000, tell 5 million, tell 50 million. Well, they took that away, Lou. That's what they've been doing this last year is they've been going, instead of you being, to have our reach, they wanted to bring it in to where you are only telling your this inner circle of friends. Right. That's what they wanted to reverse that. And they did it with social media suppression, mainstream media. Um, and they've even attacked our conservative media because they're afraid to speak out on certain things or they get sued lawfare right. or they get, or you're a conspiracy theory guy. Like uh, I've been called that once or twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, you know, if a conspiracy theory is a view of something, a view of something as a citizen's right. right. Uh, and, <laughs> and to label uh, a, a view, a conspiracy theory, uh, so that you can uh, cancel uh, that person or that person's view is outrageous. Uh, and we've got so, the country is so divided uh, that this government of ours is getting away with things that were, were impossible to contemplate even a decade ago. Uh, right. We're watching the left uh, 
uh, control free speech uh, in, in too many cases. We're seeing some encouraging developments in that regard. Frankspeech.com. Uh, it's, uh, you know, all a person has to do is go to frankspeech.com. Uh, is that not correct? That's all. That's right. It's really as you go there. Uh, we can't, we, I have my own server, everything. And you can go there. You can go down to the Supreme court complaint. You can see that you can, you can email your governor. I mean, your attorney general to get on board. You've got the, um, the one, one of the thing we have is the cause of America. It can show you what, what I've done. I became like a hub, which goes into 50 or 48 States right now, or 47, I believe, but there's great things there. And you can see the, the news of, you know, all your, um, we have many, 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 uh, podcasters in in uh, YouTube and uh, that used to be on YouTube got canceled. There, there now. You put in a search and find your favorite person. You can watch it right. there. So it's a big. It's a it's a way to. Uh, um, and, and you can see the hope. I can't stress yeah. that enough, Lou. Uh, yeah. You can see that there are things getting done and re like the replacement for the machines for the next election. And and there and you can see because so many people are living in fear right now. Look, you know. You've you have not been afraid, and uh, you've been fearless despite being under attack from all directions. I want to get your reaction to uh, the president announcing he was going to take public through a SPAC uh, his social media uh, site uh, worth maybe around a billion dollars. That's some of the discussion about what the valuation would be, and now all of a sudden the SEC wants to investigate uh, the former president. I mean, there isn't anything the left won't do to hound, harass, and try to shut this man down. And the American people, they think that we're all fools. We, we see what this is. I mean, two impeachments, FBI investigation after FBI investigation, New York, Manhattan, DA investigations. It goes on and on. And the fact of the matter is, it's nothing more than political persecution. And what is outrageous to me, Mike, is they're getting away with it because the the conservatives in this country, the 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 great citizens of this country, are not demanding that they shut this down. Well, well, you know what, Lou? I don't believe that the the average citizen is hearing everything, and I blame your Newsmaxes and Foxes of the world. I really do. Uh, this, for example, I just got on. Uh, Salem Media now put up today. Mike Gallagher did a uh, a show with Sharona Bishop. She's just America's mom. She got her door bashed in by the FBI with a battering ram with guns drawn. No charges. They came in there. She was homeschooling her child because she speaks out for uh, um, for the uh, on the school board stuff in Colorado and against their Secretary of State on many issues, including election fraud. And they're trying to they're trying to demonize and say that anybody, any Trump supporter uh, back in the day is uh, this is coming from uh, Griswold, the Secretary of State in Colorado, saying that and she's ahead of all these other Secretary of States of the Democrat Party and. She's trying to say if you're if you are for them, you are the enemy of the people, and you are and you are um, trying to um, um, you know rise up and do something terrible. When they're, in fact they're already doing something terrible that's beyond anything we've ever seen. We skipped right over socialism to communism. I do believe, Lou, that the people, if they know about, start finding out about these atrocities. That was four different raids in Colorado, and now they've done it in three other states. Anybody, America's moms, any time speaking up uh, for what they trying to speak up, they want to scare them right away. Scare them into yeah. 
so they don't so they don't say anything so they don't speak out but you're exactly right is uh uh the conservative i i just believe that they're not hearing i believe they can't i said this before i said you know what uh, if you're going to fear now, if you don't just have fear of the Lord and don't fear anything now, what are you waiting for out there, people? Because there, it's rainy. It's like saving money for a rainy day. You're going to save your courage for a rainy day. I'm telling you, it's pouring like you never poured. It's it's this is the this is it. I mean, if you don't stand up now, then two years from now or a year from now. Uh, you can't look back and say, "Why? Well, I wish I'd have done something then." They asked Sharona Bishop today on the on the uh, show. They said, "Would you regret anything that you've done to stand up?" And she says, "Only that I didn't start sooner." All right. Well, and it's a great lesson for all of us, and it's one of the things that we talk about here. Uh, everybody's talking about, uh, not everybody, but uh, a lot of the strategists and so forth are talking about. Well, you know, in 2022, it's we're going to get this fixed, this fixed. And what I hear them saying is they're going to put up some rhinos who are Republicans uh, in name only, uh, right. which is, has created immense problems for the Republican Party. And I think for the republic itself, mm -hmm. uh, frankly, because we cannot count uh, on the people elected to represent us to represent the American people instead of uh, all of these varied interests. I mean, the rhinos are basically aligned with the Democratic Party, which is aligned with corporate America. Uh, and, and and they are working against uh, this great republic and the American people. And if people are not and the other issue for me, too, Mike, is the American family. I, I'm all about the American middle class, yeah. working men and women, small business people. You don't have to worry about big business. They'll take care of themselves. Don't worry. Uh, right. But small business in this country, and you were once a small business. Right. Uh, it, it's just it, I can't believe what they're doing. Uh, the Biden administration, in you know, in less than a year, has yep. created more trouble for more people uh, than I ever imagined. And I was never a fan of his, but I never dreamed he could be this destructive uh, of this great country. Right. Well, I don't. I don't know. It's not. It's not just him. I believe the uh, the CCP got involved in this election, and I. It's like our great president Donald Trump said. You know. I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago and he was talking to some people and they said, they asked him about 2022 and 2024. He said, there's not going to be a 2022 or a 2024 unless you fix 2021st. And he said, look how much damage has been done to our yep. country in well, a short, absolutely right. in a short 10 months, in a short 10 months, which I want to bring up real quick here. So everybody knows you can go, everybody, you can go to frankspeech.com. We have, or Lou, in the, it, to replace the election system, it's not going to take much because it's they're all done at the county level and at that level. And we have a whole plan laid out with this new, which I think whether you're a person, whether you're a Democrat or Republican or independent, whatever you are, you're going to want this. You're going to want to see this replacement because we can't get our country back without a an election that is 100 um, percent. On, right. And the, you can sit, we can talk about the rhinos and all these corrupt people that came up in the, that have bubbled up in the Republican Party. Um, but we have to be able to elect officials, people that are for the people. And that has to be done fairly. And 
And right now, I think a lot of this, I, this has all been on God's timing. I really believe this, everybody. And because think if they would have, if we'd have last, let's say last year, oh yeah, selection fraud, let's flip the, let's flip it to, um, to Donald Trump. Well, you know what? A lot of people back then really thought they won. And another thing is we went by, by waiting, by waiting now, so many things have boiled up and, you know, the, 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 uh, these the Republicans that were corrupt or your, your social media people that your owners of these platforms that were corrupt. And it, these things are getting up. So I do believe, Lou, that we get through all this and it's going to be a great uniting of our country. I don't believe we have a divided country at all. I believe it's the media doing that. And we're not a racist country that I hundred percent. No, that was, that was, oh, wait, a, wait a minute. Mom. Haven't you, wait a minute, Mike, you, you said we're not a racist country. My goodness. <laughs> you haven't se- you haven't seen the latest NFL commercials, have you? Right. Uh, or read the messages on the back of the helmets. It's, it, you know, it isn't say join together uh, and God bless America. It's uh, you know uh, we're all in this together. Uh, this you know it, it's just some of the most uh, insulting it's- language that you can imagine, and the right. tone of these people lecturing American citizens. It, right. It's outrageous, and it's got to stop because that's the voice of business. Those yep. commercials that you watch in those football games and in the basketball right. game are, are your favorite series. Right. That's the voice of business. And I have to tell you, that voice tells you everything you need to know about big business right now. They're authoritarian, and they are not thinking America first, and they're not acting America first. And that is just one of the many uh, reasons we miss uh, President Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Mike Lindell, I... I I'm just delighted to spend some time talking with you. I want to give you the, a quick last word here, and I want to invite you back. I hope you'll come on the on the show uh, often and regularly. Well, thank you. And I'd like to tell everyone out there that uh, to not live in fear and to to just go out there and and we are gonna. This is gonna be Lou. I really believe this is the greatest time ever to be alive. That we are part of the greatest revival in history for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I believe that people, more and more people, they don't come to the Lord unless uh, things are going bad. Well, things are pretty bad out there right now, but I want to tell you, there's so many great things going on and we will get through this. And it's going to be a great uniting of our country, which will once again be one nation under God. Mike, I don't often use one word for uh, to conclude a, an interview, but let me say it this way. Amen. Okay. And, then add, and add very quickly, three more words. God bless you. Well, thank you. Thanks so much, Mike. Thank you. Mike Lindell. Join us again tomorrow for the Great America Podcast. Stay in the fight. Truth, justice, and the American way will prevail against all enemies, against all odds.